Uh, coming to you from a rainy Ohio Cup. Jack! Uh, Ohio Cup 2022 in Columbus, Ohio. We are getting ready for the first match on the Sunday morning. It is the 1869 Cincinnati Red Stockings taking on Spiegel Grove Squires. I am your play-by-play man, the barrel roller. I am with... That's right. Swamp Fox Frius is here, and we are also joined by... Pop Swigman from the Drover Town with Black Flags. All right. The only team in vintage baseball with on a home field. And we like it that way. That's There's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. I don't know. I think I feel like the Columbus Capitals don't have a home field. Uh, They're well, kind of strays. Yeah. We, we bounce around. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and we have the warm-ups happening right now from the... Uh, how do you feel about warm-ups, Rudy? Let's get into this. Uh, I feel like it's appropriate if you need it. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> exactly. I don't. I don't. I don't know. There was only one warm-up pitch, but w- like the infield, the whole infield thing. Well, it's that a lot of vintage teams do. I mean, I guess it's good to get a depth from like to from third to sec- third to first, but like I it's don't. It's the same every game. Yeah. Dennis, how do you feel about it? <laughs> well, I can tell you from our team experience, the reason we do it is because we are already so damn sore from the night before, we're just trying to get that extra muscle stretch. <laughs> that makes way more sense than what you said, Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you said warm-ups, in my head I immediately went to the guys that mm. are uh, hitting uh, before the game. Oh, yeah, that, I, that drives that me crazy. I never do that. Yeah. My team likes to, but I, that, I just, no. I need to save those good swings. Exactly. <laughs> right? So here right. we go. 1869 Cincinnati Red Stockings, Spiegel Grove Squires. Uh, here at the Muffin Meadow. Rudy, any notes about the Muffin Meadow? Um, uh, established by the Germans in the 1980s. Really in the 1980s? <laughs> the Germans. That's amazing. Hey, Mr. Diekman, it's good to see you. In the presence of royalty, Mr. Pick Diekman. Oh, uh, we are... That uniform sure is white, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's a mu- and it's a muddy day, so let's see how you get it dirty. <laughs> uh, during all of this, still pitches being taken, so we're waiting for the exact right pitch. There it is. It's a line drive base hit into uh, left field. Left fielder is going to come up, take the ball, get it in second. There is a crab apple. Is that a crab apple tree? No, that's just an apple tree. That's a straight up apple tree. Okay. Uh, in short, very short left field, almost uh, deep short on a dead pole hitter, I guess is where you would say that is. And on a day like this, it's going to make it real interesting because if the apples are on the ground and the ball gets wet, picking up the wrong thing can always happen in this situation. So that was uh, that was John Fry. John Fry of the Squires, who's now on his first, and now we have uh, Randy Ward up for the the Squires. Uh, Randy's got a uh, bandana hanging down. I think that's going to be wet by the end of the day. Although foul ball down the first baseline. Uh, weather report, Rudy. Would you? What was your last weather report? Uh, the latest forecast calls for uh, cloudy uh, skies until two o'clock, and then it's going to open up. And we're going to be swimming for the rest of the afternoon. Great. We're not going to be here for that. 
iceberg. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, ball hit down the left field line. It looks like it's going to be fair. Caught on a bound. That's going to record the out. And Mr. Fry is going to take his second. Uh, are we seeing what happened here? Miss, uh, I Mr. didn't. Miss, look, take a look. Mr. Ward came out of his shoe and lost the entire bottom. Oh, my. Half of his cleat on his at bat. He, <laughs> I've never seen that before. <laughs> Swung out of his soul. <laughs> uh, I didn't. I didn't mean to take the scorebook away from you. I just wanted oh, to you, see the you names. You snatched it from me. So, Kyle. <laughs> oh, these might. Let's try these. Put on your cheaters. There you go. Kyle. Kyle Mail hits it to center field. It's held by the center fielder. That was an excellent play by the center fielder there for the Red Stockings. He ranged over to his left into right center, fielded the ball. I always have trouble with those basket catches, but he made it look effortless. That's going to bring up Justin Ward for the Spiegel Grove Squires. He almost has a Frias-esque batting <laughs> stance. <laughs> he, has, he has an older Frias <laughs> batting stance. <laughs> That is a, a stance of a gentleman who has probably played some softball. <laughs> Do you think there's people in softball that have a vintage baseball stance? There's a grounder up the middle to the second baseman. That's that's a no man's land with a thicker grass. There ain't no way they're getting them at first base. It does appear they have the run past first base uh, rule on. While the field uh, does not have appear to have any standing water, it is some thick grass and it is wet, so that ball is already ruined. <laughs> we got Mr. Fry on third. We got Mr. Ward on first, and we have Josh Schmidt up, who hits a base hit in the left fielder. It's going to get by the left fielder. Run's going to score, and they're going to stay at first and second. On a dry day, that would end up in the goalie. It would still be rolling. Yes. It's <laughs> the first run on the board for the Squires. I find it's always interesting when you see a fly team play a bound game. They get so excited when they get the ball on the bound, and then they forget to throw the ball in really quickly. <laughs> and there's a line drive between the short and third baseman right next to the tree. Left fielder has to do a sidearm toss trying to throw to third base because of the angle of the tree. And it was not successful, but a very smart play to try to get it to the third baseman with what he had to deal with. And that was Aaron Mead that got that hit. The lollipop over the tree instead of the sidearm might have been a better approach. That's the approach you want to take when dealing with that tree. Jerry Stout at the at the dish with a foul ball to first base. Uh, caught the first baseman in between whether he wanted to catch it on the fly or catch it on the bound. He did neither. I think that's one of those you get dirty. He it's didn't. wet, it's slippery, yeah. slide and get to make that play. He was like, I'm going to catch it on the fly. No, you know what? I'm going to wait for the bounce. Oh, wait, it's not going to bounce that well. Uh, Damn it, it hit my shins. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Stout. Is Stout this guy's nickname? Or is it just his name? Because it could be both. He is Stout. Oh, and he Ooh. pounds it into the ground, into the mud in what front of home plate. What are you doing? And there's going to be a play at home, a force at home. 
<laughs> the pitcher and the catcher dosey doed first and then decided to come home. Yeah. Swing uh, your partner round and round. <laughs> oh, man. I'm glad they got that figured out because that could have been a terrible, terrible play for the Red Stockings. Uh, so I assume we're still not we're still doing modern lineups here at the Cubs. That's so, right. So Stout's going to be the last down of that. Okay. That's correct. So one run on the board for the Squires after the first half of the first inning. We got the 19 or the 1869 Red Stockings coming up uh, from Cincinnati. Uh, I was able to travel to Cincinnati this summer, and wow, let me tell you the the best things about the Cincinnati ballpark. The outside area is so well done and so inviting uh, that you already know you're going to have a good experience before you even go into the venue. The hall, of the the museum next to the stadium is, I think, the best baseball museum I've ever been in and I was not able to get to Tracy Martin's house this weekend so I will wait until I declare it the best ever but and then uh and then the the ballpark is built beautifully I love a ballpark that is built up instead of out you're closer to the field it's a a, a much more intimate uh feeling with the baseball game uh that and they have, you know, some of the bells and whistles that are great too. But uh, it's the best ballpark I've ever been in to watch a baseball game. There's not a bad seat in that house. Yeah, I can imagine there's not. Uh, Rudy, you been to that stadium? Many times. It's a really great park. Uh, also, they had a. a uh, a nice food area, and there was a concert going on. Grounder to the shortstops. Throw over to first base, and it's going to be dropped because of moisture. That was speedy for the Red Stockings leading off. Interesting development happening here that I don't think anybody's going to point out. The pitcher is not legally pitching the ball as he is standing on the plate where the plate is the line, and he is stepping over it. Oh, let's keep an eye on that. There's a line drive into left field. It's going to be down. Left fielder's going to get it on a couple of hops. A fine play. It means nothing, maybe but a fine play. <laughs> maybe it's time we use the phone up ump option and bring Mr. Hunkley in to make those <laughs> bot calls. Mr. Hunkley doesn't want anything to do with this podcast. Bat breaker. <laughs> that was or probably this event. <laughs> that was bat breaker that uh, this got that hit to left field. And uh, that's going to bring up Iceman for the <laughs> that nickname. Yeah, I uh, I I noticed that I'm getting older when I'm I'm really starting to have a problem with some nicknames. That is a nickname <laughs> that was not given but selected. And that's a right field right it's fielder play. goes down to the ground to get it on the bound. So we have. Iceman out on the bound. We have Speedy taking his third. We have Batbreaker taking his second. A couple years ago, we played down in Cincinnati, and there was a gentleman on the Milwaukee Cream City's team, or Juno's team. He went by Neon. No. And he had orange shoes. It, it just didn't make any sense. Absolutely not. I hold the captains responsible for this kind of thing. There's a fly ball in the left field. Uh, left fielder lost it and then got it. Uh, throw home. No throw. That's going to be a fly ball out. There was a uh, – hmm, he tagged up at third and he scored. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, that was eloquent. 
No, it wasn't. That's going to bring up draft. uh, Draft for the stockings. I'm just looking ahead at some of these names. They're not. They're none of them are as bad as Iceman. I'll tell you that. If your if your vintage baseball name is a superhero, stop it. Right field, one hop to the right fielder. That's going to record the own on the bound. And that's going to bring the first inning to an end. So, could it be our responsibility to help this captain choose a new nickname for this man? It's not going to happen. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to happen. Paul Hunkley will tell you, now that we've brought up Paul Hunkley, it's not going to change. So, Correct. what do you do? <laughs> I, all I can do is say, terrible name. Terrible Moving name. on. <laughs> That's it. All right. I'm. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go out in the parking lot and change my clothes into something a little more sexy. A little more 19th century. And I'm also going to get some apple pie moonshine, also period accurate. Exactly. And then I'm going to change my name to the Human Torch and fly back. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good. Maybe we go. I know. Could we we change his name to Flamer? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. As we uh, enter into the top of the second here, uh, Mr. Cohenberg will be taking to the plate. As you can hear, the airplane flying overhead. The Wright brothers <laughs> doing it again. This is, a, this is a real interesting development because these individuals are going to have the benefit of playing on a field that is Pretty messed up, but not super bad. But by the end of the day, home plate is going to be a mud pit. Yeah. We're going to see a lot of, lot, and many white jerseys are going to be brown. Oh, yeah. As, uh, oh, go ahead. Rudy, what's your thoughts on taking pitches? Oh, it, it drives me crazy. Oh, my gosh. As a pitcher, it is like the most frustrating thing in the world, especially when they're exactly where they want them. Yes. Uh, as Mr. Cohenberg's going to line one over nice. to second oh. base. It's going to squeak by, pick Deekman over there, who tried to make a play and got an odd bounce on it, but uh, Mr. Cohenberg will take his second, uh, his first base. Let me t- the, the pitching situation, like, as a hitter, I hate taking pitches. Yeah. And it's not because I, I'm, I'm impatient. It's mainly because nobody wants to stand, sit here and watch me wait on pitches. Swing the bat is what I'm about. A pitch has to be very terrible for me to not swing at it. <laughs> yeah, right. and sometimes I even swing at the terrible ones. <laughs> oh yeah, that, yeah, just to keep the ball in play. As we're gonna have a foul ball ripped down the line by uh, Mr. Kinsen, who uh, is uh, looking really—he he wants that right field line. And as wet as it is today, that might be the hardest ball we'll see today. Right? It's it's uh, a couple of hits in the inning for the Red Stockings it, with a. A normal ball in normal conditions, those things were gone, but not the case. Oh, and there goes Mr. Kinzen. Going to line it out to right field. Right fielder's going to field the ball on the ground, come up throwing to second, but not in time as the runner takes his second bag, and Mr. Kinzen takes his first. So how do you change your game when you're with the Capitals when, in these type of conditions? How do, you, how do you look at things and try to... Make sure you're doing what needs to be done. I tell my outfield that the ball is not going to go anywhere. So I would rather you get burnt than give up these uh, two bounces. 
Yeah. And, and uh, you know, the Squires have a philosophy here, and they're try it's making them work here. Uh, Mr. Burgerstock hit a ground ball to second base. Pick picks it up, gets Mr. Kinzen out at the second back for the first out, but Mr. Cohenberg is going to advance to his third bag. The uh, and, and you got to you got to take you got to take into consideration all of the elements. Yeah, defense and hitting. Like I tell my guys, and it, you know it doesn't falls on deaf ears when I'm like, don't try and kill the ball. It's not going to go anywhere. Exactly. Just get a base hit. Well, and then you also have to you know you remind your fielders that ball's slick. There might that throw that you normally would take that chance. Don't because you don't know where the ball's going to go. Exactly. Yeah. It, we you can't. I mean, and you saw this I'm, yesterday. Uh, in the match that we called, where I mean that I was in, where it was raining, I was I was holding on to the ball. I wasn't allowing extra throws because that's when mistakes happen. Absolutely. As uh, Mr. Bauman takes to the dish, Speedy here is just giving him. Oh, these th get me a bat. These yeah. are beautiful pitches, and you can tell that Speedy <laughs> recognizes it as well. As Mr. Bauman lines the ball down the third baseline, there's going to be a throw over to second base and not handled as. Mr. Cohenberg plates a run, and Mr. Kenzen takes his second, and Mr. Bauman takes his first. We they are giving out. Mr. Diekman quite the workout already in the second inning. Yeah, it's it's it, uh, at this point it's on purpose. Yeah. Oh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, Speedy's gonna. Hey, we're going three. Throws it over to third bag for the second out. Speedy there handled that really well. That was a hot shot right up the middle. He almost had it on one bounce, but slick conditions. And going back to Speedy and pitching and taking pitches, admittedly he would also tell you he's the first to take five pitches before he swings the bat, so he kind of gets that idea. Yeah. So the frustration can kind of be karma for him. My favorite, my favorite phrase to hear when I'm pitching is, I never swing at the first one. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was a speedy squeaks one by, swing and a miss here. We have uh, Mr. Ward. It's clear that he's trying to hit to right field, and I wonder if the Red Stockings have picked up on that. It's uh, it's really interesting, as we talked about uh, the the illegal pitching and everything. Oh, Mr. Ward, line out to right field. Right finally caught, <laughs> finally caught. Settle under it for the third out as the Squires escape with one run. Um uh, you, did you notice the field placement of the uh, Red Stockings that inning? Uh, Mr. Diekman <laughs> was was playing a normal second base, he but here at the, the Ohio Cup, it is a two-step off the back situation. And they're not saying anything. I don't Interesting. The, it, the, it has not. Uh, the umpire has not been made aware, <laughs> or the team has not decided to call him out on it. Yeah. You know, it, it's interesting just cu coming back from the world tournament, seeing these guys make these basket catches in their belly. I'm pretty sure with a Hanford tournament ball, that would not have happened. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's a, you're going to have a welt situation. Yes. That, you pay for that. That's why you got to make sure it's worth it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I will tell you, I've, I've never played with a ball that stuck as well as that ball. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. As we have Grenade up, he's going to echo the Squires and hit a pop fly out to right field that will be fielded on one bound. I'm really glad Mr. Barnard is not here to hear Grenade. Grenade. That right. might frustrate him. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, up is Ball Breaker. <laughs> These are clearly 
These, that almost <laughs> makes me want to wince and hold myself. <laughs> I love these nicknames. Some of these nicknames are clearly like, well, you need a nickname. And the guy's like, what's a cool nickname yeah. I can have? <laughs> I want to intimidate somebody. Iceman. <laughs> As uh, Ballbreaker takes his first pitch, swings at his second. Oh, oh. foul tick straight to the catcher, but he cannot right, handle it. Right into the breadbasket. Yeah. And that's the thing. The placement of the catcher is going to be important as well yeah. because had he been a little further back, he might have been able to catch that. But he is playing a close uh, catching position. And if you do not have the reactionary time with some of those swings, it's it's going to be what happened there. And ball breaker swings with a pop-up to third base for the second out of the inning. We could probably agree he was trying to kill that ball because he's one of those hitters that likes to break the ball. Yeah. So overswinging in this situation will not help. Exactly. That exactly. ball will not It's not, will not react to that. It just <laughs> won't. As we have Chef up at the dish here, he's going to swing, pound it into the ground. Pitcher comes forward to field it. Throw over to first is going to be in time. There was a small miscommunication and traffic jam, but the throw beat him by five steps. <laughs> and we have three outs and moving on to the third inning. And it's, you know... This is actually going at a pretty brisk pace. And that, that's what you need here. That's the type of game you want here at the Ohio Cup. Yep. You want something that is going quick and people are scoring, but it's still moving. Yes. Because uh, you don't have a lot of time, so you want to make it matter. The, uh, the, the Fremont Squire, or the Spiegel Grove Squires, play out of Fremont, Ohio, which is okay. a... Uh, I don't know if you... I've never actually played the Squires. I've never been to their field. It, 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 is this the field that has yep. all the trees? Yep, just look at this field and then fill it with trees. And then oh you, have, you have the Fremont Squires home field. I don't think there has ever been a match there that has been a single-digit match. I, I, I can't imagine. Um, we... We played at the Methodist campground in Des Plaines, Des Plaines, Illinois, and they, they had that similar situation. We actually had a VBBA conference there, and one of my guys smoked a ball up the middle, hit a tree in the center. It literally flew back in the air to the catcher, and he, he made him out. I'd never seen anything like it. I was like, That's this is just amazing. nuts. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The uh, <laughs> As Speedy receives a foul ball, uh, we have rundown. Nope. Wrong person up to bat. We have Mr. Mayo up to bat. He's going to line out to right field, and it's going to be fielded cleanly by the right fielder on the fly for the first out of the inning. That ball, uh, as I was talking about, Speedy has to dry it off because on a foul ball, it rolled right into a huge puddle. Yeah, and, and just made that ball so much heavier. Yeah. And... <laughs> Here comes Mr. Ward up to the plate, uh, looking to uh, get on base as he did in his last at bat. Let's see what happens here. Line that shot. That might be the best hit of the day so far. And it went all the way out to left field. The left fielder settled under it. However, it he's dealing with a slime ball, and it went right through his hands. Again, uh, dry conditions. He's he's down in the ditch. He's yeah. he's running, trying to get that ball. Um, I was just going to mention, you know, the different types of balls. Depending on how wet they get, some get really slimy, some get really heavy, and, and some actually stick better. Yeah. It, it's really weird depending on the, the manufacturer. Yep. This is more of a slimy ball when it's wet. We have uh, Mr. Schmidt up to the bat here. Oh, he was thinking about that one. He, he wants His to elbows go. almost broke on that one. <laughs> yeah, he, w 
<laughs> I mean, he, let's hold up a sign. I want to hit the ball to right field. That's, I mean, we all know what he's trying to do. <laughs> and the outfield is making the adjustments. Oh, another, another great shot out to left field. The left fielder, left fielder. Again. <laughs> settles under it, jumps to for some reason, and the ball bounces right out of his hands as both the batter and the runner make their base first and second with one out. Very interesting watching a fly team have so, so much difficulty catching the fly ball. However, again, with the ball being slimy, that makes a little bit of a difference. But you do have to adjust your gameplay in order to make that work. Yep, absolutely. As uh, Speedy's uh, delivering the ball here to Mr. Mead, who drills the ball out to left field. It's going to be a little more shallow. Left fielder's going to field it on the bounce for one out. They're going to get the play at third base. Wow, what a great heads-up play by the left fielder. And the poor, poor uh, base runner, Mr. Mead, did not have to run. No. At all, because the ball was fielded on the bounce. It was a different approach this inning, too, from the Squires. They, they went from abusing the right side of the field to attempting to abuse the left side of the field. And finally, <laughs> uh, the Red Stockings caught a break. That is uh, tough as we have the Red Stockings coming to the plate to hopefully uh, get through their batting order as, as uh, we're in the third inning and they haven't made it through their 12-man roster yet. It's... Uh, how many pitchers? It looks like the, the both clubs have stuck with one pitchers, one pitcher. How many pitchers do you have on your club? Okay, so that actually pit can pitch. Mm -hmm. uh, there's two of us. Uh, we tend to. It, it just depends on the on the day. I we always go with the motto: play with the hot hand. Mm -hmm. And if one of us is doing really well, we have no problem letting that person go as long as they can. Um, we used to have myself and uh, Lucky from Michigan, and then Lucky decided to take a break from playing. Uh -huh. But now Lightfoot and I ha have taken on those roles, but predominantly I, I typically am the pitcher. All right. As we have rundown, going to drill the ball out to right field, but it's going to be high enough for the right fielder to settle under it for the first out on the bounce. The outfield seems to be still hard enough that that bounce is, is going is to go for them. Yeah. But I, I do believe that later in the day that won't be the case. At all. But I don't know if we're going to see balls flying out that far later in the day. True. Very good point. As we have a vintage baseball legend, uh, Pick Diekman, at the dish here. Um, I love the way this guy hits the ball. I mean, he, he is he is one of the best slap hitters in the yeah. vintage game. Uh, if we had a vintage baseball Hall of Fame, he would be first ballot. Absolutely. 100%. Just a classy guy. Part of the reason I love playing the Red Stockings so much is that I get to see him and have a conversation Absolutely. with him. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and as you can see here that uh, the ball is, I don't know if you can tell, it's starting to uh, detach from the inside as Mr. Diekman puts oh. the ball over the oh. shortstop into left field, but the left fielder moving in, the man with no shoe. <laughs> as he, and he's pointing that out as well. Feels the ball on the first bound for out number two. I'm not sure an apple's going to feel very good on the foot in that <laughs> situation. Oh, my goodness. There have been many times I've gone to field a ground ball in that tree and come up with an apple <laughs> as we have coaster up to the plate. Or smack your head on a branch. <laughs> True. Very good point. There used to be two more apple trees out there. But now there's just one. This coaster's going to swing, but this ball is going to bounce fair and kick foul. The pitcher's going to pick it up, fire over to first base, has plenty of time for the third out. This is uh, this is a very unusual way of watching the Red Stockings play. Um, 
typically they are a slap hitting team that tries to produce runs and it, the Squires they really they're really doing a nice job of keeping them under today. And I and I, I'm I'm gonna say it, the equalizer is the ball. Agreed. Agreed. I'm 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 starting to even see a little bit of pancake to the ball yep. if you it, because of the sogginess of it. And there's I mean there's nothing we can do about it. It's not a Please, people who are listening, it's not a comment on uh, the quality of the ball or the, the 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 event itself. It's the conditions. Uh, I mean, you're either going to get a ball that morphs and shapes and loosens, and or you're going to get a shot put. That's <laughs> that's what you can. Yeah, get. absolutely. Um, I think I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that the Squires are batting out of order because up. Should be stout, but we do not have stout up to the plate. I'm actually not even sure who's up to bat. It should be stout, but I believe this might be Josh Schmidt, who's going to hit the ball out to left field. It's high enough that the left fielder is going to settle under it for out number one. Looking at the Red Stockings, it looks like every inning they're kind of refreshing a little bit. They're they're outfield changing different people. Um, that's a nice benefit of having 12 men on the, on the team with you on a day like this. Yeah, absolutely. And this is going to be Mr. Jerry Stout up, and he's going to swing at the first pitch, but it's going to be a foul ball. Oh, that's the, you're not going to get a bounce on you're that. You're not going to get a big bounce, yeah. yeah. Nice slide, but it's you, you got to get there quicker. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is Stout. Yeah, but Stout should have been leading off the inning. Oh. So... I'm not going to point that out. There's a lot of stuff happening out on this field today. as uh, uh, That we just have to turn a blind eye to. <laughs> yeah, we're, t we're just going to have to accept <laughs> it's happening. As uh, Speedy's delivering the ball in, Stout's going to swing, pound it down the third baseline. Third baseman coming up, one-handed, fire over to first in time. Man, nice catch. Great play all around by the Red Stockings for the second out of the inning. It's difficult because, you know, especially you talk about defensive strategy, I'm going to have my fielders, even the infielders, move in. Yeah, Anything on yeah. the ground's going to die. And, again, with the grass being as – I mean, it is a little bit thicker, but the, the wetness makes it even slower. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like their third baseman's playing a lot farther back than he should be. That's exactly what I was referencing. That, that is just – wow. Guy – Cohenberg's going to pop it up to the first baseman. He's going to settle under it for out number three, and that's a 1-2-3 inning for and the Red Stockings. Easy to say, their best defensive inning so far. Absolutely, and they really, I mean, in this match, it is currently 2-1. to one. Yeah. I mean, Let's see if the, uh, finally, we're going to go 9-1-2 for the uh, Red Stockings coming up in this inning. So so the man coming up is one sock. So it, at the beginning of the game, we, we thought what, what was a warm-up, it actually was uh, to honor one sock for his 35th year of playing baseball. Um, so what a great honor. That's fantastic. A lot, lot of things to celebrate this weekend here at the Ohio Cup. A lot of, lot of rich vintage baseball history. My o my only thing that I miss about this weekend is that my club wasn't able to participate. It was our off year. Oh, I can't wait to see you guys next year. As one sock steps into the dish here, we have uh, uh, the Squires are. <laughs> you can see defensively what they're anticipating. Let's see if one sock can make something happen. It's a funny story about one sock. We were playing in Huntington one year, and we were in a mud fest, much wetter than this, and it was in May. Wow, what a nice hit. Down the third baseline, third baseman's going to pick it up, fire over to first. 
just in time to get one sock, as that will be the first out of the inning. So it was May, 40 degrees and rain and sleet, and he swings and he goes to run from from where he hit and falls completely down. And his jersey from the right side, from bottom to top, was nothing but mud. Oh, oh it was terrible. Oh, 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 oh that's that's. That's never good. That's going to make for a messy ride home as Speedy toes the line. Um, here at the top of the uh, the Red Stockings order, I, that's the other, th the second thing I like to see as a pitcher. After I deliver a pitch and they let it go by, they shake their head and they say, good pitch, good yeah, pitch. And but then they take two more. Yeah, I, was like, <laughs> I was like, guys, you're going to swing when you see it. <laughs> so uh, he's obviously scanning the field looking to where he wants to place it and he's gonna oh he tried to pop it over in between the third baseman and the left fielder but it is fair uh really foul so rudy do you also get the situation where the guy takes so many pitches and then your catcher looks at you and says they're great man they're great well that doesn't help the situation i know they're good thank you you know you love the you know the you love the affirmation but it doesn't make it any more or less frustrating absolutely as speedy lines the ball up the middle pitcher sidesteps it speedy is going to beat the throw to first to get on first back uh, first base for the red stockings that's exactly uh, the case it's like uh, uh, my no our normal catcher uh, uh, too far sanders he gets frustrated. Yeah. He goes, he, he throws his hand, he goes, I don't know what you want. And, he, and he's yeah. talking to me, but he's honestly, he's talking, <laughs> looking at me, but talking to he's the batter. He's absolutely talking yeah. to the batter. <laughs> so, as we got bat breaker at the plate here, uh, young bat breaker had a fantastic hit in his first at bat that would still be rolling in different conditions. However, mm. ironically enough, he is not the son of ball breaker. Oh, as bat breaker, another left field shot. Oh, and he found the left it. Fielder. It's into the gully. It hit the road. It's going to advance Speedy the third. Great throw from the center fielder, actually wow. overthrowing the third baseman, but the catcher is to back him up as bat breaker takes his second bag. Speedy takes his third on a fantastic hit out into left field. Here, folks, as you at, at Muffin Meadow, left field, not only do you have an apple tree to contend with in shallow left, but in deep left field, you have a service road that leads to the museum and a valley gully that goes downhill that you cannot see if the ball gets in it. One thing to note is if the, if the Red Stockies don't score on this, the save of that play was the, the center fielder going down and sliding into that gully and getting that ball in. And that was an amazing throw. Like, he just launched Yeah, it yeah, in. absolutely. Uh, to have a rotator cuff that could do that. <laughs> Amen. Iceman up to the plate. He's going to line it out to the center, uh, right center field, but the right fielder is going to pick it up on one bound. Speedy is going to score. Bat breaker rounds third. He's aggressive, but he's not dumb. He's heading back to third base. He oh, we had a little disagreement. The Red Stocking felt that the, uh, the Squires right fielder did not catch it on one bound. He actually did. The umpire saw it too, but they just wanted confirmation as Iceman trots off the field for out number two. The thankless job of the umpire. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and you don't know what it is like until you do it. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, if you want the full complete, you can't call yourself a vintage baseball player until you've umpired a match. As we have two times, oh, lines it down the third baseline, fielded on one hop for the third out of the inning, but... The Red Stockings were able to plate a run, make it even it up at two apiece as we head into the Squires' top of the inning. Right. And we want to welcome back 
Teen Heartthrob himself. Hot stuff. The Barrel Roller. What a Did what an see? intro! I just touched your board. How'd that feel? <laughs> it mo- it moved a little. Uh, oh, the board. Sorry, <laughs> I felt a tickle. <laughs> I'm feeling things that I haven't felt in years. She doesn't listen. Don't worry about it. Was that accentuated by the by the moonshine? <laughs> it's about to be. That was a long walk. That cooler was heavy, man. It was felt heavier than it did yesterday. I didn't have to walk very far with it yesterday. Did you? You well, you also the had to traverse over a very it. dangerous. Oh, never mind. Uh, wooden, <laughs> wooden deck. What'd you call it? Oh. <laughs> Second deck. <laughs> As Mister uh, Kinsey is up to bat, I believe this is Mister Kinsey. There's a lot of. Uh, Water on the parking lot. <laughs> it was, I had to move around many objects to get here. <laughs> okay, I can't hear that enough, but that'll be the last time. Grounder to first base. First baseman's going to race him to the bag. Oh, Very close play. Look, I'm not going to make the umpire's call here, but I, I think he beat that. If out. I was Spiegel Grove, I would actually ask for judgment. Now, if I were Spiegel Grove, I'd have the captain ask for judgment because that's how it happens. Yeah. But, but he called himself out. I, w- I would have no, stayed on the back. He did, no, he did not call himself out. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. Look at him. You think he got pr- pressured into it? You think He didn't know. <laughs> he beat out the throw. There was a miscommunication at first base, and uh, the yeah. second baseman and the first baseman. Should we just start mocking the umpires by Here comes another close play. telling people that the, the ruling was wrong and you were safe? Yeah, no, let's, that's not, let's open, not ever let's do that. Go, let's, let's openly never do that, that right now. Yes. as uh, Chad, you were safe. <laughs> Earl. Burgerstock. Mm-hmm. What kind of soup is that? Burgerstock. Makes his first base on a ground ball to the right field, uh, to the right side of the field. Second baseman couldn't handle it. Oh, Bert. okay, my head's clear. Buck Bauman up for the Spiegel Grove Squares. Last man in the batting order. Last in the scorebook, but first in your hearts. That's where, that's probably not right. That's not right at all. As I'm watching this field and watching this game, I uh, remember that I told the Muffins that I would come out early and lay down new fresh spray paint for <laughs> the lines, and I did not do that. I think you can thank Mr. Is it Sedan? Sedan. Sedan. Sedan, thank you. Yeah. He was out here with the spray paint taking care of your oh, job, Rudy. Good. Well, it was also raining. You might owe him some moonshine. <laughs> I don't understand why they ask you to do anything. That, no oh, offense. Well, hey. no, you know, here's the thing. <laughs> you, you asked this question, and I didn't get to an answer it yesterday. They didn't ask. I offered because in 2017, so many fans were getting drilled by foul balls because of the field setup that I was like, there's got to be a better way to set up these fields where the fans can watch the game in safety. And then they outlawed the fair foul. So <laughs> they outlawed the fair foul in like 2013. Inconceivable! <laughs> you just haven't figured out a way to incorporate it without it looking so obvious. I, well, I, the my first approach was to do it and then go, "Oops," and yell, "Whoops! I'm sorry." Okay, we're still here. <laughs> we're still here with Buck Bowman at the at the. The strikers area that's going to have to move later because it's going to be a hot mess at home. Oh, swing and a miss. It's interesting because that seemed like the worst pitch to swing at. 
but he let the good ones go by. Okay. That's right. Grounder to third base. It started fair. It went foul. Throw over to second for the force. Throw to first. Not happening. Red Stockings are finally starting to show good gloves, or not gloves, but hands by catching a ball still. When they catch it with those hands. <laughs> with those hands. <laughs> How do you guys feel about not not wearing a hat? I was baseball? just thinking the same thing. I would rather you went hatless as opposed to wearing it backwards. Amen to that. Uh, so of all the things we can nitpick on, about the presentation of vintage baseball, I don't know. I think it's like one of my least concerns. I don't care that much. Forgot your hat, big deal. You're not doing something wrong. You're just not doing something right. As uh, who was that? That was John Fry, leadoff hitter for this big old. He's gonna hit the ball over to the third baseman. Third baseman, instead of charging the ball, chose to range with it and try and make a throw he that actually did not make spread it. his arms like an eagle yeah before he, he grabbed i thought he was going to take flight eagle that's going to bring up randy ward for the what are your thoughts on the one-handed catch i've seen that so many times this weekend where it has actually hurt the team Ooh, what well, a, a catch line drive to, come to back. the, third, the eagle to has the landed. third baseman third baseman got uh, a vertical of at least four sheets of paper under those shoes <laughs> and brought it in with two hands with those hands his hands Three hands onto the next inning. You oh. know, spreading those arms, the the play before might have prepped him for that jump. It was a warm up. <laughs> you know, it's like what they do in the gym in gymnastics before they do the pop the, the vault. They they do the stretch. But to go back to your question, uh, when it's necessary, a one handed catch, appropriate. When it's unnecessary, I hate it. Yeah, agreed. It's almost sh- almost like a showboat. Yeah, yeah, like uh, I. There have been and and the excuse was there was no other way. No, your shoulders work. Put yeah. your ha- put your other hand up there. Yeah, Mr. Simons, did you see Mr. Simons' one-handed grab yesterday at first base? It was amazing. Yeah, very good. He's and that was necessary. Absolutely. It wasn't showboat. Absolutely. As we have the Red Stockings coming up to the plate, it will be draft here. Step into the line, waiting on his first uh, second pitch here. Not not seeing one he likes. Sorry, I was away getting. Apple pie moonshine. Apple pie moonshine. It's a staple for me here. It it's the fuel that powers this podcast. Um, you're gonna. I mean, this is the part of the game, folks, where you're gonna see more patience at the dish because it's essentially zero zero, being a tie ball game here, and uh, your time is running out. We are looking at probably five minutes left in the match. And uh, the Red Stockings definitely want to get a run across. Today. Oh, wow. I was gone a long time. So, oh, Rudy, man. do you see <laughs> – I always have a problem with, with with the teams that just try to drain the clock. Oh, However, gosh. in this situation, you want to have as much time as you can because it's so important to get that run. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Grounder to second base. <laughs> throw over to first base. Going to record the own. Let's uh, draft on that. And that's kind of shoot yourselves in the foot there because you take so much time Yeah, just to – the the worst is when a team gets up and then they decide to start taking 50 oh pitches and God. and that happens more often than what people would think and it it drives you, you nuts it drives yeah. you crazy absolutely uh that's going to bring up grenade <laughs> <laughs> he's french isn't he i believe so there's a bouncer <laughs> with a uh, fine catch a one hopper to the center fielder who's going to 
slide frontwards to get that and then flick it back to he the catcher. He decided to get his pants moist. Yeah, he, that guy was really feeling himself on that pop-up <laughs> there. As a Speaking of feeling himself, here's Ball Breaker. <laughs> Thank you. I can't <laughs> tee it up any better for you. <laughs> this is why you're my life partner. <laughs> <laughs> With two outs here, the Red Stockings really need to get a runner on. Get dirty, dude. That oh, what a fine play. It's a line drive, one hopper to the shortstop. It's going to bring that inning to a close. I look at the scorebook, and I say, not a lot of action. It's been moving. It, I mean, we are. what inning are we in? we got to be in the We're sixth. We're in the sixth, top of the sixth, sixth inning. inning. Can't hit that any better. It's just not going to go anywhere, buddy. Need those dry conditions, buddy. <laughs> I don't know. It's okay. Ball breaker comes uh, over to the lament <laughs> that he uh, got out on a line shot to the shortstop. Barrel roller was not impressed. It takes a lot. Kyle Mott. I was just glad Kyle Mail. Kyle Mail of the Squires is going to be the lead off hitter. Mail. This is the man with no soul. But, you know, isn't this Randy Ward? Yeah. See, they aren't. They are not batting in the right order. Okay, so this is Randy Ward. Oh, what a way to start off so. the inning. Right down the line, left field, going a little bit towards the gully. And that's going to be a single. Fine play getting it in by the left fielder, though. The soulless man takes his first bag. So this would be Kyle. This will be Kyle. Do you think the Squires are aware of the how close the time is so they're ready to... They know this could end the game. I, I think they are. I mean, and they come up at the top of their order. Oh. I mean, they, they couldn't be in a better position getting their first batter on. They really need a solid hit out of Mr. Ward here. A guy in third would be a better position. but <laughs> <sighs> He's still playing deeper than I'd like to see him, though. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Rounder to the shortstop. Shortstop's going to flip for the force at second. There's going to be no throw over to first. That was a big play for the Red Stockings. So they could have, you know, they could have went ahead and just batted in order, and they'd probably be right where they are right now. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> this is where having picked a second is really good because his experience tells you he isn't going to throw that ball as wet as it is. Yeah. That that was a veteran move holding it. A Bob Daly would have chucked it right over. <laughs> uh, Justin Ward is up for the Squires, the cleanup hitter. You think he's related to the other Ward? Yes. Okay. Montgomery? <laughs> Charlie? Gary, Gary Ward, former <laughs> Minnesota twin and Detroit Tiger. Grounder oh, does shortstop. Right there. They got another shot comes at two. Force. This is He's uh, going to hold it, though. Big, he knows. Big, big for the Cincinnati second, Red Stockings. Second baseman for the Red Stockings is only worried about recording the out. He doesn't do what some vintage baseball players do, or baseball players for that matter, and that's thinking about the next the throw over to get the guy at first. He's only concerned about securing that out, and then maybe he'll consider thinking about it. But I don't uh, know. We'll, I don't we'll know if you all saw, saw the last at bat with Mr. Ward, but he stepped, lost his footing because it is now becoming a pit at the plate. Uh, and that's going to bring up Josh Schmidt. Yep. For the Squires, Mr. Ward's on first. There's a foul ball onto the girl onto the gravel walkway. This is a. Uh, we'll I'll be interested to see how this field holds out, holds up throughout the day. It hasn't been abused much to, in this first game, so 
Yeah. We'll see more as it moves on throughout the day. I look forward to how I'm going to hold up <laughs> throughout the day. Right Grounder. to the shortstop oh, again. Oh, got by him. Could have had it on a bound slippy diddy into the left field. Do you think he forgot what he was doing? Because he looked over at second base when he was trying to field that he ball. Was, he was going for the force out. He wasn't thinking that one bound ended yeah. it. Uh, classic because fly club. Yep, Flat absolutely. Hit. Yep, that, in that man's head, that was a base hit. Here comes Tippy Toe. I mean, well, I can see Aaron why. Mead. <laughs> I thought that was his real nickname, and then I was like, <laughs> I see why I got the nickname. <laughs> Tippy Toe. Tippy Toe. He he liked that one. Just didn't want to swing at it. Yes, yes. It appears that this weekend it's been. Uh, don't swing at anything. I'm intrigued by this bat. It, it, it's very modern-esque. Yeah, that's a. Anyways, as he's uh, we got. I'm almost wondering if it's cupped. I'm. Uh, we'll find out. Oh, yep, f- it is. It is. That's an illegal <laughs> bat <laughs> by the tip tour. Um, <laughs> what is th- a bat that we should go over and take and throw in the trash? <laughs> And then we'll let Mr. Wood take care of uh, the situation when he gets mad. <laughs> why, why, why aren't you in here? Fly ball to center field. Center field is going to come in and take it on the bound. Oh, nice play. And uh, that's going to record that. Mr. Wood's still recovering from the moonshine third, from yesterday. <laughs> third out. Uh, and the Red Stockings are going to come in and try to win this they, in the uh, bottom of the sixth. I mean, they had they. The umpire is being very kind to the gentleman. Uh, games yesterday, is, yesterday were stopping at 10 till. Yeah. He's allowing this match to continue with eight minutes left, hoping that either they'll get three outs real quick or they'll score a run. Well, one of those things will happen. Oh, and, you know, I've got to give it to the center fielder. He made the right choice. With the way the ball has been bouncing out in the outfield today, the ball was hit high enough. He surrounded it. You don't want to try and catch it on the fly right away because it's going to slide right through your yep. hands. So. It, it, is too, it is too sloppy of a ball right now. Oh. What part S- of the order are we Speaking of with? sloppy balls, here's Chef. Borky, borky, borky. Here, board near, knee here, to work the beer. Here, board knee here, knee knee here. Bork, bork, bork. I was just transported. <laughs> that was beautiful. I was mesmerized. Barrel, uh, <laughs> uh, at this point in the game, what do you want to see out of a hitter? A I just ball? want him to beat it into the ground. The conditions are so bad. And that is a, a nice hit. Line drive to the first baseman. Off his hands is going to get into right field, and he's going to wind up at first. But you got to beat it. Uh, that guy obviously looks like he has some athleticism. At least he's he can get to first base. So I would have beat it into the ground and and let the the rain and the mud and the tears of my victims take over. That's <laughs> <laughs> rundown steps up to the line. Oh. I hope this isn't an indication of what we're going to see coming up. A rundown. Yeah. <laughs> it's an indication of what's coming up for me. Rundown. Fly ball to left field. It's going to beat the center fielder. And he oh. drops it. No, it hit him in the gut. It didn't beat him at all. Uh, oh, no. This man has, a, he, he has oh, an arm. Oh, we got him. Rundown almost happened. <laughs> First and second base. Sitting next to Nostradamus over here. 
That was a heck of a hit, rundown, bucking the odds and saying, you know what, I can hit the ball far. That might be the... the I prefer to be called Nostra Papas. In the, in, the, <laughs> in the two innings I've seen of this match, that's the what best hit ball I've seen. Uh, no, there was another one. You I missed, wasn't here. You missed it. You've missed it. Uh, Pick Deekman up to the dish. Missed it. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, I'm not ready for that. Yes, that um, is what that I was talking about, Mr. Deekman. <laughs> that is a veteran hit right there. Base oh. is loaded. We got... All right, everyone's playing conservative. We should not be cheering. We are impartial. <laughs> However, Mr. Deekman, perfectly. He's playing chess out here while everybody else is playing checkers. Pops the ball over the first baseman's head. This is great. If you go back in the roller or the uh, barrel archives, and there's a hit to shortstop. They better throw that it home underneath his hands, and that's the, the ball game. Coaster oh, for the Oh, someone Red lost a shoe. He lost the sole of his shoe as well. Oh my goodness, he did. His he blew out a rundown, blew out his. <laughs> <laughs> Who throws a shoe, really? What what is going on here? <laughs> is there something in the field cutting these soles? <laughs> so the Red Stockings just scored two runs. The Spiegel Grove Squires are going to head give them the head nod as the game is now concluded, with a final score of four to two in favor of the 1869 Cincinnati Red Stockings. Um, if they don't have a cleat vendor come out here next year, they're missing the boat. If we're going to give a player of the game, I think we have to send it to Pick Deekman. What a wonderful hit. Yeah, it, his hit was more important than the, than the walk-off hit. His, his hit get, kept the game going. Yep. So speaking of missing the boat, That's going to bring this game to an end. Four to two, Red Stockings over the. This was our Titanic version of uh, the roller around the world. We're here all day at the Ohio <laughs> Cup. <laughs> and uh, hey, do you remember in Titanic that that redhead that laid in bed with her kids when they couldn't get out? You remember that part? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's a Hispanic chicken from Aliens. Yeah, and she's also from Terminator. And she's also from. Lethal weapon. I, I thought he was going to say that he was going to be the redhead chick holding on to us as the ship goes down. <laughs> Stabbing you with a steel arm. That's what I want to do. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, uh, Rudy, say goodbye to everybody. I'm not going to do it to you again. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, on behalf of the Barrel Roller and Pops. This is Swamp Fox saying keep it stationed. Station. And I'll see you out in the field. <laughs>